So hi everyone, hi everyone. Um, actually, I was I was meant to give a voice note today because um, I'm continuing to talk about the power of being present um, with your thoughts, being present with the now, being present with the present moment that you have been given, and how it can actually save you from further damage to your life and to the life of others you know um, I've definitely been intrigued by the post that you know one of our members has shared about um, someone who's committed suicide and um, um, it's really really sad to see these things happening to people when you know all you can give is a listening ear it's not that difficult i'm telling you there is nothing in this world that you cannot solve or you cannot manage as long as you give yourself time to stay still and observe how all these thoughts in your head are coming onto you so then you can start having control over them. So um, I hope everyone is fine with that image. Um, please, if you don't, if you feel that you've got further questions, because I know that some of you have got to that verge, maybe you have had thoughts before where you wanted to take your own life and you feel like life was not worth living. But now, with the help of this group, you feel that you feel much better i'd like to congratulate you you've come so far and you're heading so far right from making that decision to join this group you did yourself a favor some other people don't have the chance to even have someone to say the kind words or even be a listening ear because people going through circumstances all they need is just a little help but also to listen and not undermine however small the situation may be. That pain is unique to that person, that time of reference is unique to that person. And so some other person might look at it and say, how could she kill herself because of this and that? Listen, the mind doesn't know whether the thought you've introduced is big or small. It just takes everything and just turns into something else, you know? That is how stupid our mind is. I call it stupid because sometimes it leads us to, into, to, you know, doing really things that we don't understand. So the power that you have is to learn to control your mind. The word is control. You know, if you're rebel to control, but it's not easy to control your mind unless you have the techniques that we've been learning here in the mindfulness group, whereby we know how to observe and take notice of our thoughts. Every thought that comes in our mind, you've got to notice it and clarify, you know, why is this thought here? Why am I feeling like this? You know, don't just 
make your mind a dumping ground. It can make you feel like, you know, the, 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 the hill is so big and yet it's not. So that's why each one of us needs help. Mothers need help. People at work need our help. People in hospitals need our help people struggling with different issues in marriage, in relationships, in school, they all need our help. Our children need our help. Everyone in whatever capacity that you are, if you're in a position of responsibility, you need help or they need help. So I'm glad that um, this group, we are not only learning, but we're also learning to ask the right questions within our mind, within ourselves, whether these questions are really true, sorry, whether these thoughts are really true, or it's just something that my mind has just created and I can find a way to discern it. That's the power that you can have. The power to remain calm in any situation, the power to be present with your problems, with your circumstances, with your situation, without becoming nervous or wanting to run away is what you need to know. So as we are here, we are learning to ask the right questions, but also we are learning to help other people. So, as I've said and thanked everyone who recommended and signposted people into this group, well done. You've saved a life. And at least if you've not been proud of yourself for the many years, at least you did something, I'm sure, that the person that you brought into this group you know, is forever thanking you because support groups are what we need to help each other. Support groups are groups where people come because they have the same characteristics, but in those groups, it's not just about, you know, talking about what is wrong, but we also trying to come together to find solutions how we can move on better so we better work together in a group trust me rather than working alone an example is when you're in school when you do some group work you see that everybody has an input and after discussion in a group it's usually beneficial for people who have attended the group that they might even be able to pass their exam after that. But once you start working on your own, things become very difficult because your mind can only give you so far. You need to borrow some people's brains, it's important. So this is the purpose of support groups. This is the purpose of why we talk to other people to lend or to for them to lend us their understanding them to lend us how do they view the world because you might be viewing the world in a different way because that's your term of reference when i say term of reference i mean all of us have different terms of reference 
we there's reason why we become who we are or why we become weak and why we get troubles in our lives it depends on where we we were brought up our background you know it has the ability to create our beliefs it has the ability to create what we know so our term of reference is your culture factors contribute a lot your religion your tribe the family where you grew up the schools you went to the level of education that you you gained the people that you surround yourself with your environment your neighborhood that's your term of reference so if you live in an area where everybody thinks pretty much the same it's going to be very difficult for you to think differently so that is your term of reference that is where you base your understanding from that is why it's really hard for other people to accept other people because they are different but when you know of the element of diversity knowing that we are all different and the reasons why we're different is because we grew up from different backgrounds so you learn to tolerate people even more so i've got the chance to attend many courses on diversity and inclusion and i know i can pretty much tolerate anybody because i know that i do not have to question why this person is like this i already got the answer when i start talking to them is where do you come from where did you grow up from what is this what is that you know people you want to know where people grew up from or where people went to school or where people did this so it just gives you that so that you have a clear understanding of why maybe people may be behaving a certain way yeah and a term of reference definitely leads to our beliefs so as we're continuing the topic of stress management stress management because we haven't managed our stress very well we are going to start feeling some things in our inner self as i've mentioned earlier from the quotation about not all doors open from the outside or some doors open from the inside yeah so your value does not depend on what you have been through it doesn't matter your background it doesn't matter your family your level of education it doesn't matter your value doesn't depend on all those things those are all things that were created by humans it's not god who created all these laws you know we have moral laws we have legal laws and then we have spiritual laws and all sorts of laws you know so your worth shouldn't be devalued because of what you have been through be willing to clear out what is taking space in your life those are your limitations jim quick says if you fight for your limitations you get to keep them if you fight for that limitation if you fight for that something that you want to achieve you get to keep it so many limitations have been formed in our 
head as i've always said and those they start causing that inner critic in our selves but it's through belief it's through talking to ourselves and discerning all that that we get to deal with the inner critic inner critic starts through our backgrounds our families as i said our parents the rejection that we received as children when we were not accepted in certain groups in certain classes in certain you know um in certain families our past failure that can be a cause of our inner critic when you have failed before um it could be a miscarriage it could be an exam it could be a presentation it could be an interview that can cause you actually to say i'm never going to do anything again because you failed once so that past failure has caused that to criticize yourself as dumb or not genius or not enough your social class in the society your belief in luck start thinking that i'm not lucky um you think that people have achieved things through luck i was reading about luck and wanting to understand what luck is i don't personally believe in luck i think luck can only meet you when you're prepared luck can only meet you when you're prepared but if you're not prepared and you're not staged correctly you cannot be lucky you have to be staged correctly even oprah says it like luck is a matter of preparation meeting opportunity you have to have prepared yourself to meet that opportunity for example if you want to get a job you prepared yourself to go to school by going to school and gaining a qualification you prepared and then you got lucky an opportunity came and you were called for that interview and you got the job it wasn't luck you prepared yourself so luck if you're someone who say i'm not lucky you start saying you're not lucky try preparing and see test preparation test reading hard test saving money test doing this and you see people don't just unless someone has is a thief or is a swindler or is a robber maybe they're lucky that way but even them they prepare you know to to fight back or to hide themselves so really luck should be invisible so don't believe in luck go and do the work hard work be intentional about what you're doing put in i used the word intentional because you do something hoping to gain something you it's like sowing a seed in the ground intentionally you're hoping that that seed will germinate and bring out a plant that will give you food to eat so intentional that is why planting is one of the activities it's intentional you plant seeds intentionally because you wish them to blossom into 
something beautiful or something that is going to provide you with food or something that is going to provide you with money so everything you do in put some sort of intentional your conversation is intentional your friendships are intentional your relationships are intentional your business is intentional we talked about purpose you're intentional in whatever you're doing when you put intentional and hard and hard work in everything you do it ceases to be luck it then becomes a blessing abundance wealth i think that is how people get whatever they get because they're intentional about what they're doing so the inner critic stems from somewhere it doesn't just appear it stems from somewhere from the environments that we grew up in but are you willing to change are you willing to broaden your thinking beyond what you know beyond what you know i think from coming to this group you will know that you didn't know some of these things but it doesn't make you not a genius everyone can be a genius in their way or their or the other there's no anyone on this world who is not a genius because all of us have been created with brains and minds we just have to use them in the best way possible there are sorts of genius you know um I was reading a book still when they identifying types of geniuses you know we have genius who are inventors we have genius who are empaths we have creators we have those who are good at listening we have many people who do things creatively we have people who deal with data numbers who those who are good at finding miss, missing spaces those who are good at um paying attention to detail you know and miss finding the answers so everyone is genius in their own way you just have to go back within you and find what you're good at so a psychologist researcher barbara fredrickson she was researching about positive emotions so your inner critic is definitely going to cause you to have negative emotions those are the little things you're going to start feeling you're not enough you're not good at this i can't do this i can't do that i'll never achieve this that is your inner critic telling you that so be aware be present with it and disprove it by doing all those things we've talked about intentional become hard working save a lot you know study hard test your inner critic and see whether it can so this researcher he used a theory called the broaden and build theory whereby he tested people by letting them watch a certain movie letting them watch different types of movies one was about anger another one was about um joy contentment and fear so he put all these people in groups but people who watched movies of joy and contentment and love they had positive emotions to write about the people who saw fearful videos or shoots they had negative emotions so this is why it's important to limit what are you watching for me my kind of movies are always those that end well i do not like to see fear anger because they 
impicts something in me which I which I hate. So positive emotions broaden your attention and thinking by intentionally thinking positively because we've learned that the mind you can control it okay you can control your mind you can start lying to your mind that you have a lot of money that you have you rich your this and that it will accept that you know so with doing that with being emotionally positive you become resilient you start doing things you it, it increases your personal resources you you start being creative you start having ideas in your head things will start coming in your head before you know it i've tested it i know so you start to flourish you start it will improve your well-being when you start thinking positively so every day cultivate emotional positive you know emotions in you and others also just make people feel good that is all you have to do make people laugh make people bring joy in the room you know at this moment just be proud of where you are now be proud so your inner critic will always we talked about storytelling the other day as a source of happiness tell yourself stories of where you have come from you don't have to tell them to other people but remind your mind that look we've come far this is where we are now it's not the same where we have been but we've come far so giving yourself that voice of truth that wise you telling your mind I'm wiser now but the skill that is very 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 good in dealing with your inner critic is one staying present first of all and listening to that inner voice that is telling you you can't do this you're not good enough listen to it or maybe you have been ignoring it over the years and you don't know why you're not achieving or not completing your you know your aspirations or goals it's because you're li- you're not you're not listening to that voice that is telling you that you can't do this you listen to that voice that is telling you to quit listen to that voice that is telling you that you're unworthy you're listening to that voice that is saying you're not enough you're not beautiful enough you're not tall enough you're not rich enough your family is not good you know background is now your education level is like this you criticize yourself you're self-sabotaging yourself because of you know whatever happened in the past because you became a teenage mom because you you have no children because you're not married yet because you you haven't reached those milestones that the society has set and then you started to criticize yourself So the best way to do that one sit still and listen to the voice write it down if you have to secondly you have to find the root cause where did it start from was it from a person was it from your childhood was it from your parents was it from your teachers your guardians was it from your work was it from your manager where did it this who said that 
and then you're working on taking out that deep that inner critic it helps to do the deep breathing with it if you want to uh, or use self-talk to discern it or use spiritual spiritual intervention to to discern it like christians will say in the name of jesus i discern that i cancel you cancel that commitment you go back to the root cause and uproot it you can actually just start creating images in your head and try and uproot everything that somebody has ever said against your life bring those images back bring those people back was it your auntie was it your friend was it your teacher go back who was it what was the time how old were you where were you dressed where were you you go back in time you uproot that critic that said something against you and then create a new belief so when you find out your inner critic that self-sabotaging voice we all have those voices that tell us whether we've done something right after a conversation whether we've said the right thing in a meeting or at work or whether we sent the right text that inner critic we'll always we all have it but when you learn the skill of recognizing it and dealing with it there and then it doesn't carry emotional uh, baggage on you so when you have found that what it is the cause the name you have to create a new belief what are you believing now because when you take out old furniture from the house you have to replace furniture otherwise you're going to end up going back and getting the old furniture we've used that metaphor before whenever you take out a behavior you have to replace it with a good behavior same as the mind when you take out something bad you have to replace it with a good thought negativity can only stop coming back to you when you have so many positive things to think about when you don't the mind is not sorry designed to be empty it's designed to do something this is why i think last week we we saw a quotation saying the energy that you're wasting on negative thinking you might as well just use that energy on positive thinking because it's the same energy that we use either way so use it correctly so the new belief how are you going to create new beliefs new beliefs start by new learning you know looking out researching making yourself being present if it's spirituality you learn scriptures learning new words learning anchor statements improving your vocabulary on how you talk and discern things you know having activities that you you replace with a bad activity exercising breathing doing all these things sleeping much better you are dealing with those all those critics in in your head you know you plan ahead 
we've seen we, we, we see that when we are doing um, meditation we meditate on the plans ahead hope for the future that is enough to give your inner critic some time to pack their bag saying pack up pack up I have plans you know you don't have to tell me I can't do this you don't have to tell me I can't do that I'm packing up I'm leaving so introduce new beliefs new quotations new positive thinking new positive talk affirmations scriptures words of encouragement that you talk to yourself self-talk is very very important as time goes on those voices are going to fade away that mountain that you saw so big is going to be so small because you're going to be looking at it from the top that's why storytelling is very good because when you look at where you have come how far you have come be proud of yourself be proud of trying so that inner critic or the negative thinking is not going to leave you alone okay (laughs) yes you have created a positive thinking but it's going to visit you every now and then every now and then it's going to come I'm not saying you're going to stop it because imagine it's been embedded within you for many years. You know, it was imprinted in you. So you have to just learn to live with it. But you have to create a persona for it. Create a persona for the critic. What does that mean? You personify it. The voice. Make it like a person. I know when it comes you know you put a name to it and then you start belittling it you manage it like that you don't ignore it you manage it by for example create it into a cartoon name it say that this is my voice number two telling me that's all in my head you know make it unworthy disrespect it because you have created a persona you've made it you have personified it you know that voice you know when that voice comes know when it is triggered off when does your voice trigger off of is it when you are around people who are more successful are you around people who are more educated than you are you more around people who are already married are you around people who already have children and you don't when does that inner critic come be wary of it be prepared for it and because you've named it you have created it into a person into a cartoon so you you can might as well just start rolling your eyes at it and tell it you're not important this time you're not welcome here today i'm here to have my blessing okay as i I gave you an example when i wanted to have another baby after i had gone through a loss I started to develop very bad feelings within myself that every time I saw a a woman with a baby or pregnant woman I started to feel really really bad you know really bad it was envy okay (laughs) and envy according to my Christian Christian belief it's a sin so see how I'm sinning because I'm, I'm identifying myself with this nasty thought of being envious of another pregnant woman and a child. So I had to fight, I had to recognize it. 
and every time I knew that would come I'm, I every time I met a pregnant woman I would say I'm taking that blessing I'm taking that blessing in the name of Jesus so I'm using the self talk and trust me I became pregnant not after a very long time I eventually had a baby and that changed my whole life after that so be very 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 attentive with the inner critics that you have it might be your career it might be in your business and someone else is doing better than you and you have felt it in your heart but just know that that inner critic is not going to cause you any progress it will always let you be at the same level that i'm sorry to say that is how the law of attraction works the law of attraction does not work in negative sources no it works in positive every time we are happy for our friends we have more every time we support others we have more but every time we put others down we are not we are just continuing to bury ourselves that's the law of attraction when you want to attract good things but this these are the things that you have to learn about how do you what is that inner critic what's that word what's that envy what's that thing that you have on your heart that you haven't told anybody but you know that you have it we've all had it we've all felt jealous we've all felt com- competition we've all seen our friends having good things and we felt oh i wish it was me we've all felt that but when we start to listen to those voices and discerning them and then replace them with negative sorry positive talk we gain so we are attracting those same things that these people might have that we want so create a persona what is your inner critic that is how you deal with it because it's not going to stop to come every time it's going to remind you of where you came from every time it's going to remind you as long as you know it it won't have an effect on you conscious awareness helps to solve problems jim quick Thank you.